Hello again. We are thrilled you are joining us for another episode of the Absolute Home Service Podcast. I am one half of the hosting team. My name is Vince Hauser. I'm uh, here with James McCarter, my co-host. Good morning, Vince. How we doing? Looking forward to today's uh, today's episode. Got a uh, got a couple of great great guys in here with a lot of good information. I'm I'm excited. Let's get into it. Yeah, we're uh, we're here with uh, Will and JP, and they are from uh, Skyguard General Contracting. They do a whole slew of services that we're going to discuss uh, some of them today. And we're going to primarily be discussing roofing, but I'm sure some other topics are going to come into that as well. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, Good morning. Well, let, let's get to let's get to know the uh, let's get to know the men that's in here that's behind Skyguard today. Um, we've got uh, JP. We've got Will. Um, tell us tell us a little bit about yourself, about your company, and um, kind of what you what you guys offer. Uh, my name is Jeff Prakash, JP. Um, I run the operations for Skyguard General Contracting. Uh, we are both a residential and a commercial uh, um, a general contractor, uh, primarily focused on the exterior envelope trades, uh, roofing, siding, uh, gutters. That's our three primary trades, but uh, we also do interior work you know, for our clients and so on and so forth. Uh, I've got with me uh, Will here. Will is one of our uh, young salesman extraordinaires. Uh, um, I call him a boy genius, um, you know, with, with flashes of brilliance and, uh, and everything that goes, that goes along with it. So we'll go ahead. Um, so I'm a project manager for Skyguard. I've been with Skyguard for about three years, mm-hmm. going on about three years since I was 18. Um, and it's been a wild ride. It's been really incredible because I went from a ship date of December 26, 2018 for U.S. Army. Um, infantry airborne ranger fractured my wrist fell in love with a girl and then um, started working for Skyguard full time and <laughs> I went from the gopher go for this go for that um, just me a truck and a helping my team and um, working my way up to about two years ago um, started sales and it's that's been a really incredible learning experience to where I was just couldn't tell you the difference between OSB and uh, the shingle really <laughs> to now being able to go in a house with utmost confidence and be able to really guide a customer on what I see is best for them and what I would honestly put on my home okay if I, if I was in their current situation awesome yeah well definitely appreciate you guys coming on um yeah, thanks for having us yeah not not a problem so we, we're, we got a couple of questions lined up for you guys um and uh th- for for all of our listeners you know this is we're this this whole point of this podcast is to educate the uh homeowners um or potential clients anybody on what to do what not to do what to look for and kind of what they should expect out of a uh, uh out of a roofing company um your roof it's important right why is that so at the end of the day what really differentiates your home from outside what makes it shelter and this goes back like thousands of years all animals really seek shelter and that's like way deeper than it needs to be but that's your roof your roof is what makes your shelter shelter walls are great too but at the end of the day without walls as long as you got a roof you can still have something um and that's really what your roof is it's everything when it comes to your home um, it protects you from pretty much all the elements. I mean, you, you can't have a bed in a house without a roof. You can't have anything in a home without a roof. You know, you make a really good point. You know, I've, all, I've always argued with people, you know, I fight to provide a roof over my head. I don't think I've ever said I had wall, walls by my side. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very good statement there, yep. 
So how long should one, should a roof last? Um, That's an incredibly good question. So the kind of the key term in roofing is the limited lifetime warranty and that's that goes around in the industry for really everything from car parts to computer parts to really anything that's a really very popular term for warranties is the limited lifetime or the lifetime limited or whatever some companies try to do with it they might smell smell spell limited a different way or whatever and try to trademark it but in louisville in our climate we have a freeze we have hot we have humid we have we have some nasty weather it's it gets down and dirty in Louisville because we're in the Ohio River uh, Ohio River Valley. Excuse me. So generally, on a they say 50 year shingle, I'd expect with a good installation, following all manufacturer specifications or recommendations, they say 25 to 30 on a 50 year shingle, or on top of the line like Owens Corning Duration, which has a nylar um, nail flange, which is kind of like Kevlar. It really catches the nail, holds it in there. I'd say 30 to 35 years. So, uh, so a fifty-year shingle ain't a fifty-year shingle. That's no. what you're telling me. That's no. correct. Yeah, and and, and sorry, go ahead. And that's why warranty is important. That's why you always want to get your warranty paperwork from your contractor after your roof is complete. Um, if you don't, you don't have a warranty. And uh, one of the things that uh, the main um, uh, manufacturers like Owens Corning, um, GAF, and so on, uh, they have a, a roofing system. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have uh, multiple elements. You have four or five elements of the roofing system: your shingles, your um, your underlayment, uh, you know, um, um, and other you know other things. And um, uh, we explain that to the customer when we meet them. And the interesting thing that some companies don't tell them is that if that roofing system uh, does not have those five elements. That is part of, let's say, Owens Corning. You use Owens Corning, but you come and put another product in, the warranty is not valid. And, you know, th- that's one of the things we sell. We sell you a whole roofing system, and those right. five elements have to be there. And when other companies come in, you know, uh, you're two guys in a truck, they don't, you know, they're trying to get the cheapest product out there, and they put the roof on, and they say, oh, yeah, yeah, you have a warranty. They give you a document, but then let's say something happens, um, there's a defect in the product, and you go to collect that warranty, they can, you know, chances are the company might not. Uh, validated that warranty, even though the product might be defective, because the roofing system was not installed. So that's a very good, uh, important question to ask when you're talking to a roofing company that's coming in. Is this a roofing system? Does your warranty cover my roof and what you have installed on it? So, so when I take that 50-year shingle and put it on top of two layers of shingles that somebody else did, you're telling me my warranty probably ain't going to happen. That's correct, yes. Your roof might not happen very long. <laughs> now, why, why is that? I mean, just... I've seen it, you know, numerous times, you, you know, for example, my house right now, um, uh, we, uh, we've got, I can see two or three layers of, of shingle on there. Is that not? So at your eaves, you have your starter and then you have your shingle. So no matter what you, it looks like you have two layers. Okay. If you have two layers at the eave and on the rakes, that means you actually have one layer of shingles. If you have two, you're going to see four. If you have three, you're going to see six. And when it gets, even with two, it looks kind of goofy. It looks really funny because you can kind of see it. it looks like you just caked on shingles. Like right. Just spreading this icing across your roof is a metaphorical way of looking at it. Um, and th- you got to think about the nails. How many nails can your roof take? Like if you have three layers of shingles, every shingle is dimensionally very similar. So all your nail lines generally match up. So if you're laying your shingles properly, your nail lines are going to match up. Some nails are going to be right on top of each other. And if you're doing a layover, I've never done one, but I can only imagine that you're probably going to be nailing nails right on top of each other every now and then. And I don't think that's right. necessarily a good thing. 
Well, um, not only that, but I would assume that probably uh, the length of the nail would play into a little bit of a factor too, because the thicker that you know layers get, it less is going to be able to bite inside of that wood. Yeah. So on your two-inch roofing nails, you're supposed to have, I believe, an inch exposure going through the decking. Um, and I could be wrong on that one. I don't know necessarily the exact length of the exposure through the decking. Um, but that's a very good point. Once you get up to three layers, there's not much nail. Now, how, how, many, how many layers should there be? One. One? Now, is there any reason that you would ever go over that? Or no, what, ever, what, would be, what would be some of the, um, I guess, uh, negatives of having more than one? Or why can't you have more than one? So loading, you don't want that much weight on your roof, like you brought up earlier. That's an extremely good point, is that you do not want more weight than your roof is mandated to handle. You're supposed to be able to hold your shingles and then three foot of snow. Um, I don't know the exact calculation for the amount of weight that that is, but I know three foot of snow and shingles, and that's pretty much it, or standing seam or what have you. Um, and once you get into three layers and people are walking on the roof and you're trying to tear that stuff off, it gets really sketchy, especially when you have three layers of shingle. You generally have like a, a cheaper substrate, a cheaper decking, which is probably like a three-eighths of an inch compared to a seven-sixteenths inch of an inch, so like quarter inch compared to half inch. And even that stuff with one layer, you can feel it bow and buckle as you walk, and that stuff's not really fun. You want to find the rafters. So when you have three layers, <laughs> it almost feels safer. It's kind of funny because you're walking and you have so much shingle that it provides this structural rigidity from the nails being displaced throughout the, the structure that you feel safer. But in reality, it's much more dangerous because the rafters are not designed to handle that much weight. Um, and then going back to the nails, you have so many nails that create new penetrations. The goal of a roof is to have as little penetrations as humanly possible. And so how often, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking about, you know, if a house if they did it properly and you re-roofed it every time and there's been four or five different roofs put on there, when does it, when would you have to replace all the uh, sheeting on the roof? Every about four roofs. You want to go through the decking at about four roofs and it, it won't last. Like by the fourth roof, it's, it's coming off when you're tearing the shingles. Yeah, but, but much. also to add, I mean, it, it, you're still looking at a 30 to 40 year, you know, mm -hmm. uh, 40 year, you know, timeline, right? And you don't know what was put in before. Right. So, um, that's also another reason why you pull it off all the way to the decking because you don't know what's going on under that roof. Right. And uh, one of the things that, uh, uh, you know, uh, a comp it's a lot easier just to, you know, put shingles on and put, put, put you know, uh, what do you call it? put the uh, uh, a new, you know, a new uh, shingle layer on top of the existing roof, right? Because what are you doing in terms of your cost? Well, right. you're not looking, going back at the deck, so you're not worried about, and one of the, in our contract, we add, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, two deck boards as part of the price, just in case there's something that goes wrong. And mm -hmm. then there's additional cost there. We have underlayment that we do. We have ice and water in the rakes, in the valleys, and so on, um, that we, that, you know, that we recommend, depending on, you know, what's going on at the house. So... When a company, when a guy comes in, you know, two guys in a truck, let's say, they say, "Oh yeah, yeah, we can just add another layer of shingles." Yeah, there's you know some some issues we see there. Add another layer of shingles, and when you think about it, like that's a lot easier to do that, right? A lot less cost. I would imagine. A yeah. lot less cost, but guess what? They're charging. They're charging for the full system, if right. you will, right? So, mm -hmm. um, that's that's really what's going on, and and one of the other costs that you know people don't think about. Uh, is the uh, when you remove the shingles, you know the asphalt that's out there uh, right now, and you have to get rid of it. There's a disposal fee, right? You know, and that could be five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred dollars. 
And that takes time and effort, right? That's a lot of material you're taking off. You're trying to get rid of. And, uh, you know, a job that has um, a $5,000 job, a $10,000 job, that's 5 to 10% of the cost. Right. So the uh, two guys in the truck is like, hey, I'm not going to do that. You know, so that's, you know, um, another another thing to think about. And you know, it's when you- very heavy material. Once you get a whole roof in a truck, it's a very heavy material. It takes a lot of time to get it out of the truck, get it in the truck. You know, I had a roof replaced one time. It's been several years ago. And uh, I don't know that I necessarily hired what I would consider a professional company to do it. And I think I picked nails out of my uh, bushes for like the next five years um, <laughs> because there was no attempt to capture any of those as they came off the roof. Right. just left you some Easter eggs. So explain to me that process. What do you all do? So when, when you're all up on that roof, you're going to dump so, a bunch of stuff in my bushes? It comes down to vigilance. Our guys have to be very, very uh, – they've been doing it for years. They've done thousands of roofs. I can only imagine how many roofs they do. It's every day mm-hmm. um, that it's not freezing and it's not raining. They're roofing. Uh, even weekends generally because freezing rain that's their weekends so you all go out and like cover all that stuff up what how how do you prevent that from happening so we have some um techniques um some mesh covers for bushes sometimes we use if customer um really is pushing for that and if Mm -hmm. it's a really steep pitched roof because if it's a slider pitch it's they're slide right into the gutters and we just scoop them out of the gutters when we're done or if there's a gutter guard they'll slide and probably the gutter guard generally catches them but right. after every single project um, and during the project, they have like this intermittent um, pause where everybody will get down. They'll probably leave a few guys up there, but half the crew will get down and they'll go through the entire project and clean again. So it's just. So you actually have a process of what to do. Absolutely. Uh, that's one of the things we pride ourselves on. We have mm-hmm. a uh, whole process. And usually when you bring a new crew on board, we, we go through that. Uh, we do a job walk, you know, during, you know, for the first, first couple of projects. Uh, we have one crew that we work with. Uh, there's uh, five to six guys in, in, and they're they very good at what they do. They're younger guys, so they can get on a roof. Uh, they can do a 20 to 30 square job in a day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, absolutely, to take off on what Will said, we make sure we cover the bushes. And then we have, a, you know, uh, one of those metal detector, uh, you know, wands that we, you know, walk all, all the way around, especially on the driveway, because that's where right. the vehicles are in the, in, in, in the you know, in the the, um, you know, where the grass is, you know, the yard and so on. And um, that's one of the biggest issues. And you are you know, absolutely true. You know, we've had that happen, you know, and again, just to be completely transparent, uh, we've had to, you know, pay for somebody's uh, car tire to be fixed. And we do that. You know, that happens. You know, that's the nature of the uh, nature of the game. But then then that's when we, you know, go back and we go through a whole training process again with the guys and say, hey, guys, this happened, you know, and uh if you guys don't fix this, then, you know, it comes out of your, <laughs> your right. paycheck, right? I mean, somebody has to be responsible for it. Um, but, yeah, we, we make sure, uh, you know, um, after the project's complete that everything is left as we were, you know, when we got to the project, you know. Of course, brand new roof on right. the house. So. It's like about two hours of walking around with a magnet every single project for those guys. And they have these big, say, about three foot um, by about six inch wide magnets that have these big wheels on the, each side mm-hmm. you just roll them around they have about four of them and so about like we said about half the crew will get down and just roll those things around pick up stuff we got big um like double ply contractors bags that they'll have and they'll just be rolling and picking up shingles up and just we keep, actually find by the way uh, side note we actually find things that the homeowner lost in their yard so <laughs> so that works out to be good you know they appreciate right. that so yeah i know i know i mean in my case that was one of the things i never even thought about you know when in uh, the roofing process of you know, I knew I expected to have a new roof, but I didn't expect to have a yard full of nails. Right. <laughs> I'm like, did you all pick up any nails or did you? Oh, geez, really? I, I really kind of thought they 
took other people's nails and threw them in my yard. <laughs> well, they just made them easier for you to pick up. <laughs> right, exactly. You didn't have, yes. you didn't have to get them Spray off the right. roof. Maybe, maybe they didn't like me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine how that would be. <laughs> I've actually got a really good question for you guys. Uh-huh. So, and, and I literally just experienced this about four to five months ago. You know, I was selling my house. I have a detached garage, right? And the way that my house is positioned, I'm kind of up on a hill, and it, it takes a lot of direct wind on one specific side of the garage. Um, and upon the inspection, they found a couple of the shingles were actually flipped up and over, mm-hmm. and they, they weren't laid down. How do you fix that? Can you either, A, flip them back down and, and nail them in? Do you have to replace just that shingle? Can you replace half of the roof? Do you have to replace all of it? What, what, are, what, are, what are our homeowner's options uh, at that specific point in time? Everything for that question is circumstantial. It depends on the age of the shingle because over time the fiberglass chassis really deteriorates to the point of, I guess you could compare it to dry rotting, dry rotting, dry rotting, um, to the point that it's extremely brittle. And if, say a shingle, they're very flexible um, when they're not cold. Um, so take a shingle, it's been sitting in a 70 degree room for, or in 70 degree environment for 12 hours, 24 hours. So it, it's very flexible. You take an old shingle, um, comparable, sitting in the same environment for 24 hours, what have you, and you try to bend it, ply it, um, it it'll, you'll hear it crack and it could, it could snap. It's very brittle. Um, and once you run out of adhesion at the um, bottom of the shingle tab, right below the nailing line, um, it will flap up, just like you said, and you'll see a crease. And this is a pretty much um, identifying factor for insurance claims for wind damage. And when it's like that, generally you can patch it if it's a newer roof, but that's a defective shingle. So if you got a defective shingle, you'd have to go through pretty much the whole roof and on the dwelling, of course, as well, because if it's the same installation, um, that could mean they had a bad run at the plant and that could be a warranty claim. Um, so you could get a whole new roof from that, or that could just be for some reason, one bad shingle, like could, something could have happened that adhesion um, line just Rain dry after a year or two for some reason. Um, that these things happen when you're mass producing right. tons of shingles. So what I'm hearing a lot of is is, I mean, of course you said it's circumstantial, but it solely depends on you know really the age. Nothing nothing lasts forever. So if it's not a defective product, you know, and to be quite honest, that roof was about uh, about 15, 16 years old. There you go. Um, so I, I I'm gonna chalk it up to the fact that it was due to age, but you know. So let's say that, you know, I really just don't, I don't want to pay for it. Can I, can I just get one Absolutely, shingle yeah. tab and put in there or what, what can I, we, how can I we take care? I, on a 15 to 16 year old roof, I would not say that's a good idea just because trying to tear up and then patch in around that is mm-hmm. very difficult without ripping up all the shingles around it. Um, it. You have to be very careful. It's definitely doable, but you have to be very careful in the process. Um, let me add to that because we also have a repair crew. Uh, to answer your question, it depends on what you're trying to do. I mean, it all comes down to cost, right? Do you want to replace your whole roof or do you want to replace just a part of it or you just want to take care of the issue that you're having right now? It's kind of like, I guess, when you go in, you know, and they're saying, hey, something's wrong with my faucet. Well, do I want to replace the whole system? There's, you know, and so on and so forth. Um, but we offer those options to the customers. We understand that, hey, a customer can't afford if it's not a warranty claim, a customer cannot afford that. But yes, we can replace just that section to take care of it. Now, as Will mentioned, if there's more damage, if there's decking issues and things like that that was caused by the shingle you know, uh, happening, then yes, we would say, okay, we're not going to do this. 
you know, we recommend that you absolutely have to replace your whole roof. But we're not going there telling every customer, hey, you have to replace your whole roof. Right. Because we want to make sure that they're, you know, I would want to do it like it's my house, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want somebody to come and tell me, hey, every time I need to replace my roof just with a couple of shingles that are, you know, uh, blown off. And it can happen too, you know, that's the nature of the game, you know, we don't know. So, um, like Will said, it, it based on every situation. And, you know, uh, uh, so it's a, it's a hard question to answer, um, but we look at all the factors. We have we basically have options. Though. Yes, exactly. Okay. Right. And so we we can do that. We can replace just a section of the roof. And, and the, but the one negative with that is, you know, depending on if it's 15 to 16 years old, that shingle might not be available. So whatever you know, area that you're replacing with shingles, well, it's very possible that, hey, uh, it's not going to match. Um, <laughs> well, and no even if you find and even if so you find the same shingle. Um, that you know you you got from you know from previ- previously the uh, 15 year old shingle has weathering right so it's definitely going to be a difference between the new shingle and the old shingle even if it's the same type the same color and so on and so forth. Well, and so. one thing too that I that I'm uh, assuming would be a real big factor in it is you know w- warranty. Yeah, I'm yes. probably mm-hmm. not going to have a warranty replacing one versus you know replacing my no. whole system exactly. or whatever the case right. may be, but. A lot of that really comes into, and I run into this a lot. You know, um, granted, we always want to take care of take care of the next person, but you know, you might have your own things going on. For example, I was selling this house, right, and I had already purchased a new house. Right, I didn't want to sink a whole lot into it. Right, I wanted to, you know, fix it. I wanted to basically make it safe. Um, fortu- uh, fortunately, um, you know, we we were able to uh, uh, get it taken care of. You know, it. it pretty reasonable what i thought and we kind of split it with the with the new homeowner right, so exactly i mean and, and those are always options as well you know everybody thinks that you're always going to have to pay for that whole system because it's your house you know but you know if, if somebody offered me on a new property i was buying to split something absolutely right so i mean that's those are great options so. and then really quick to add to that too i mean you have home inspectors that and you we've talked about this you know right before the mm-hmm. podcast they go in and you know they do they say hey you have to do everything Right. right, and uh, we have a house right now where um, we had a realtor send us the uh, the house. Inf- I mean, the uh, information. The roof had very little issues, but I'm looking at this whole inspection report, and the floor is sagging. And it's a three story house in Old Louisville. I said, "Listen, don't worry about the roof. We can come and flash around the chimneys and stuff, and that takes care of the problem. Right. But you have a sagging floor." You know, right. she she was the buyer, buyer's agent, mm-hmm. and I said, "You might want to worry about that more." You know, and then and I guess uh, they turned on the laundry and this might be something for you guys to look at. But they turned on the, uh, uh, you know, the laundry in the second floor and it's leaked every time they turned the laundry thing on, it leaked. And, you know, and and there's so much more issues happening. And actually the pillar was, you know, uh, it was not, you know, uh, solid, you know, in like the second or third floor. So. Again, goes and back and to I'll, I'll interject on that. I, I really like the fact that you mentioned that because one of, one of the things that Vince and myself and everyone else in this company takes pride in is that we're not just out there to grab a dollar, not out there just to grab a check. It would have been so easy for you to just go ahead and do that job and do the flashing or do the roofing repair, or do whatever it be, collect and then leave. But you were more concerned about other potential issues that they had, which... You know, I just wanted to shine some light on that, which is, you know, why we want to bring people like yourselves in here and and, uh, would be more than happy referring you because this that's that's that is integrity. And that's one of our one of our biggest core values that we have here. And that's much appreciated. I just wanted to to tap on on that. that. Um, So I'm in a BNI chapter, Business Networking International chapter, the Brownsboro chapter. And um, I pretty much if you guys are familiar, you have we've been doing it on Zoom and every week you have a about a minute commercial that you say to everybody in the Zoom call. Pretty much what you're asking for, what leads can help you, how your week's been, um, any new developments. 
And I pretty much open mine every week with that we are problem solvers. Um, a lot of projects we go to, since we are a restoration company, pretty much, more or less. Um, Exterior envelope restoration company. I don't want to get into We're not Belfour or, right. you know, or uh, Surf Pro. <laughs> Just confirm that. So um, <laughs> when I go to these homes, and it might be appointment for siding, it might be appointment for roofing, I do a roof inspection. If I go for roofing, I'll inspect the siding. If I go for windows, I'll inspect the roof and the siding. Um, it might just be a ground inspection if I see that the roof's obviously very new. Or if I see some um, flaws from the ground, I might get up there and see what's going on. And it's just integrity. You just want to find and help them in any way you can. Because setting up the process, making the meeting, and when it could have been fixed a long time ago by somebody who, who was there for a different reason but knew. Um, and when you point all these things out to them, it's like, I'm not trying to run up a check. I'm not trying to build that bill for them. I'm trying to prevent a big bill down the road. Mm -hmm. It's much better to get slapped on the wrist than it is to get slapped on the face. Um, and if we can try to prevent those problems before they really come to fruition, it, it the customer really appreciates that. Absolutely. I, com I completely agree. You want to know the difference between a contact and a contract? The letter R. And it stands for relationship, and that's, that's exactly good. what that's you. That's exactly one. what you want to build. And I, I want to get a quick shout out. We're, We're going to derail I'm, for a quick I'm, second. I'm going to steal that if you don't mind. So Absol I'll, absolutely, I'll give, I'll give you guys credit. For that one, so. <laughs> um, so I want to give a quick shout out to my high school football coach. Just you know, piggybacking on what you said, uh, JP Dale. Shout out, Carrollton, Kentucky. Listen, he said, and I heard it thousands of times until it finally clicked. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's so right. If you do it right, you will do it light. If you do it wrong, you will do it long. Right. Right? <laughs> and that's 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 Wis our that's core like values, right? right there. That, that is that <laughs> is <deep>. wisdom. That <laughs> is that is my really that's is. my Friday morning wisdom. Um anyway, getting getting back on it. So you guys have talked about um replacing roofs or, you know, doing um uh doing the decking system or anything like that. Uh Will, you just mentioned, you know, doing your ground inspection and stuff like that. As a homeowner, um when can I, you know, because obviously the, the, the time that you're going to get called is either A, I'm buying or selling the house, or B, I've started noticing a leak. Is there anything that I can do or homeowners in general can do to, to look up and go, I need, to call, I need to call you guys. I need a new roof. How would you know when it's time to replace that roof? <laughs> With roofs, it's, um, it's hard to tell if you're not a roofer before it's too late, before you get a leak. Obviously, if you have a leak, you got staining in your drywall, you have cracking in your drywall, you got bowing flexing in the drywall, and your ceilings and your walls. Those are very telltale signs that there is an active leak, and you need to get a roofer out there as soon as possible. Um, so how, how, how often should I have that inspected? Can I call you up? Will, I need my roof inspected. What's um, going to happen? Yeah. We're more than happy to come out and provide we, inspections, and I, I love providing inspections. One of my favorite things about my job is crawling around on roofs, as weird as that sounds. It's that sounds fun. weird to me. Yes. <laughs> that sounds very weird to me. Uh, I have these special boots, and it makes it a lot of fun. Uh, we provide free. Sorry, we provide free inspections, and uh, very valid question, Vince. I mean, um, the roof is a lot is the, is the most important thing of your house, right? Because that's right. like Will had started off by saying that's the that's the structure that prevents pretty much everything coming into your house. But that's the last thing you look at. You look at siding. You look at your front. You know, you look at your gutters. Those things you can visibly see. But um, gutters is a good example. 
If your gutters start sagging, you're like, okay, the gutters were put on when the roof was put on. We recommend, mm-hmm. hey, when you put a new roof on, chance to put a new gutter on. You know, you have gutter mm-hmm. guard. So when you start seeing issues with your gutters, you see a lot of leaves on your, you know, leaves in your gutters. You clean your gutters, but you start seeing your gutters sag. Well, usually your gutter is attached to the side of your house, but the you know, top of the gutter is, uh, is, 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 is almost like part of the roofing system, right? So right. Um, that's one good sign to say, hey, maybe I need to have, I have my roof checked, uh, checked out. Uh, usually what happens is, I mean, I think the average homeowner, and it seems to be going down, people used to live 15, 20 years in homes. Now it's four to five years, six years, people are moving. You know, there's a lot more, lot more uh, transient, um, you know, transient things happening. So um, we're fortunate that, that since that's happening, then that's the first thing people look at. It's right. interesting. When you sell a house, hey, what's the status of my roof? When you live in the house, nobody seems to care, right? Right. When we sell the house, you know, that's... Um, uh, a very valid question that comes. Of course, if there's home inspections that go on. Um, uh, if you have attics, you can go into the attic. You can see the rafters. You can mm-hmm. see if there's any leaks in the rafters. Of course, that's when you need to get your, uh, you know, your, your roofs checked, um, as 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 well. It suggested too. So um, there are some signs, but unfortunately, what we have seen is, you know, in our years of business, that people don't look at the roof till it's time to sell or if there's a leak. And to go back to the root of the question. Um, just a few things I wanted to add. It, it's you don't have to be a roofer to be able to tell. Just go outside and look at your roof. I mean, roofs are pretty. <laughs> okay. um, but you got to go out and look at your roof. If you're missing shingles, if shingles are flapped up, that's a really telltale song, mm-hmm. sign. Because if you're missing a shingle, the whole point of an asphalt shingle roof is it's a layered system. So you, you nail your shingle, you put a new layer, lay a layer over it, and that hides that fastener. So if you have exposed fasteners, what we call shiners, because if they're rusted, they don't shine. But if they're new, they're shining in that light. They're reflecting it. So you can really see them. Um, And those are direct penetrations, albeit very small. But every single drop of water that channels over that, a portion of that has a very large chance to penetrate down into into your decking, potentially through your decking, um, and down into your attic space, run your rafters, come down, and start a leak at a location that's completely different from the origin of the water drip. Um, that's what's really weird about roofing is a leak could be in a completely separate portion of the house from where the leak originates. And penetrations are a very large factor for that. So, I mean, <clears throat> a few years ago we had a hailstorm come through and I was one of the benefactors of that hailstorm. But anyway, I mean, and of course, I, I mean, I, we, we went ahead and got a new roof because everybody in my neighborhood Got a new roof, and I thought, I need one. But I'll be honest with you, when I looked up at my roof, I'm like, I don't even see anything wrong with my roof. So, I mean, when you put your fancy boots on and you go up there walking around, <laughs> what, I mean, how do you know? I mean, what what tells you that we need a new roof um, because hail hit it? Because, I mean, like I said, when I look, it didn't look to me like there's anything wrong. My roof was about six, seven years old, and it looked fine. So, with hail, um, a direct, large, quarter-size hail strike can generally create, sometimes even create, a direct penetration if it's an old and brittle shingle. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, it will impact, and you'll see a very dark spot on the shingle, especially if it's a very light shingle. You can see the contrast. And it'll knock those asphalt copper granular, granule mixture off of the shingle itself. So you'll mm-hmm. just have the exposed asphalt, and then that's just the exposed asphalt and the fiberglass chassis. That um, asphalt granule mixture really keeps algae from forming and um, keeps your roof protected. And over time, they it deflects, it refracts the solar radiation. So those hail strikes will cause the shingle to age at a much, much, much more rapid pace. 
and the shingle will become more brittle much faster and eventually it can result in direct penetrations. It's very important to get hail strikes checked out and it's a very easy way to get an insurance claim is hail strikes, looking for hail strikes, looking for wind damage because that's at the end of the day act of God. You know that I am 32 years old. Did not know that. And I just found oh, out. Okay, that wasn't a question. No, it gets, okay. it gets better. I just found out that the that the phrase "cold as hell" mm-hmm. is H A I L. Really? Oh, really? Yes. Look, see, that's the same thing that I did. I was like, no way, but it makes sense, right? Because yeah. hell's not cold. Yeah, hell is not supposed hot. to be cold. It's right. really hot. Yeah, it's H A I L. Yeah, see, I'm full of useless knowledge today. Well, it's, you, that's useful. You are somewhat amazing. <laughs> no, we will we will use that with our customers too. Uh, just to just to take off uh, one very quickly. One of the things we do though is when a customer says, "Hey, uh, do I, uh, you know, did I suffer from hail damage?" Uh, we use a uh, we have, we have several different programs we've used, but the one we use the most is a program called Hail Trace. Mm-hmm. It shows hail paths uh, within the last uh, a number of years, and there's uh, um, a, a different insurance. Com- different insurance companies are different, but they normally, if it's a hail damage, they look at the same reports that we do. Right. So, and you have to have a certain percentage of the roof that was hit by hail, and when the when the uh, adjuster comes in. Uh, when the adjuster comes and looks at it, he's going to make that determination. But uh, absolutely, I mean, we look at that, and a lot of times um, uh, we've had homeowners that uh, say, hey, you know what, um, maybe I need to get my roof replaced. And we go there and we say, yeah, it's kind of an older roof. It's been around for, you know, it's, you've had it for a certain period of time. And then we look at the hail trace map. So that's a service we automatically provide. It's the first thing we actually do. Mm-hmm. Was it in a hail pattern? And we try to, I mean, the homeowner is spending a lot of money on insurance. Right. So we try to make, we are on the homeowner's side, you know, and we, we try to make it very clear. I don't know if you're going to have, you know, insurance here in the future, so I don't want to upset any insurance <laughs> folk. But, uh, uh, but we, you know, one of the things that uh, we'll let's start talking about also is that we educate, we inform, uh, you know, and we empower the customer. You know, Brad, who's the owner of SkyGuard, uh, when he sold roofs, and, and it's ironic, you brought up the hailstorm. Uh, that's how actually uh, he was in Bardstown. I think it was five years ago. We had a huge mm-hmm. hailstorm come through Bardstown. He was out there knocking on doors, you know, and he did 150 roofs in one year or right. 125 roofs in one year. So, um, so that's been his focus, you know, is we educate, we empower, and we inform the customer. We're not there to be a salesperson. You know, we are there, uh, you know, we are on their side, you know, and, and like you start off by saying, you know, we're not here, you know, hey, yes, we are a company. We are a not. We are not a nonprofit company. We're a right. for-profit company. We need to make money. We've got people that we provide for, you know. Uh, but at the same time, we want we want to be on the customer side, you know. And that's one of the main things when you go into a customer. How can we help them? You so know? when when that when that does happen, whether it's hail or any other warranty claim, do you do you all basically take over that process for them? So I don't have if it's happened in my house, I don't have to deal with my Absolutely. insurance. You take over it's and pretty much we yes. ensure they're You become chief negotiator. Yes, sir. Yep. Um, and then um, um, uh, we have, uh, like I said, uh, our other sales uh, uh, person, James. He's very well qualified on that. Usually it depends mm-hmm. on who's you know on the job. And if it's an insurance job, Brad gets involved. Uh, we have another partner that gets involved, and you know the, the, you know he, they've been doing insurance claims for a long time. So we have a whole process that kicks in when it has to deal with insurance companies. Uh, you're probably familiar with that. Insurance companies use a program called um, um, you know the Exactime, yep. mm-hmm. uh, which is a software program that they use that uh, tells them what the rates are for this area and all the different right. things that they have to pay for. Industry and, standard pricing. And they will come in 
and they will try to avoid certain things. Like, for example, um, you know, and this is just a you know, little um, you know, background on our industry. Uh, you know, if you have two stories, they have to pay for, you know, um, let's say, you know, a disposal uh, fees and so on right. and so forth. And uh, so that's a whole other you know, game that you play with the insurance company. Of course, the homeowner is not aware of that, uh, but the ins- insurance companies don't want to pay. Right. And one of the things, too, that you have to understand, they will only replace what was on the roof. So if it's a 15-, 16-year-old roof, they'll say, okay, uh, we'll replace a three-tab roof. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, three-tab's available, but, you know, architectural shing- dimensional shingles is much better. Right. Uh, you want to go with that, you have better not warranty. Much expo- not much more expensive. Yeah. And usually you, upgrade them for free with, you know, with and the insurance money. So we have to go through that process and make sure that, you know, uh, we can educate the customer, inform the customer, and tell them, hey, yes. Now, the flip side of this, you have companies that come in and say, yeah, but, you know, you can go to the highest end roof, which is not necessarily needed. But, of course, you know, the, 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 the company might say, yes, you know, uh, uh, they're trying to make more money, obviously. Uh, but we, we, we try to, even in that, um, this, you know, a case, try to be on the side of the customer, you know, and try to make sure that, hey, uh, you can be indemnified properly. Um, one of the other things I did want to mention very quickly, which happens a lot in this area, in, in our industry, um, is, is, which is completely legal, is saying, hey, you know, yes, you know, we'll pay for your roof. When it's an insurance claim, mm-hmm. meaning the deductible, right? Because there is right. a deductible right. that is illegal, and the roofing companies, uh, you know, the two guys in the truck, especially, they'll try to figure out ways to get around that. And we see that all the time, especially when there's a big storm. And yeah, you know, we're very clear about that. We're not going to do anything illegal. I mean, of course, you guys in the truck can, you know, kind of get away with it. Mm-hmm. But no, it's your deductible. You know, right. and uh, one question that we bring up, and we've had this happen in our sales meetings, right? Uh, when you have a uh, when you have a vehicle and something happens to your vehicle, right? You had an accident. Do you talk to your uh, repair company and say, hey, can you figure out a way that you can take care of my deductible? No. <laughs> You're paying your deductible, right? Right. No questions asked. Right. What about a roof? You have damage on there. That's why you're paying insurance. Why is that an issue? That absolutely makes no sense. And your roof is protecting your whole house. Right. 24-7, 365 days of the year, right? So um, that's one way we're able to you know, kind of combat that. But of course, you know, not every customer listens to that. They're going to go with the cheapest price. And one thing, you know, we are not the cheapest people out there. We provide quality, you know, and that's what we focus on, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so we might not be the roofing company for everybody, but we want to stand by, uh, you know, uh, what we do. We want to be here for years to come. And one of the things that, uh, uh, you know, we want to do is that, hey, two years from now, there's an issue with the roof. You can call us. Guess what? We're still around. Right. We've not changed name four times because of not having insurance or workman's comp or put a shoddy roof and say, you know what? You have five shoddy roofs. I'm going to go set up a new company, you know, and get right. a new name and just keep going, right? So uh, that's one important thing that we pride ourselves on. And you brought up a really good point with that, too. So, you know, be, that being said, as far as, you know, not not being for everyone, wanting to stand behind your work and, and your quality and everything that you do, I'm going to assume that you guys offer some type of warranty or guarantee. Absolutely. Um, what, what what does that look like um, and what, what can that cover? And I know that a lot of it's going to get towards insurance, like, mm-hmm. so – just as far as your craftsmanship, your quality, the 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 product that you uh, offer or mm-hmm. install, what kind of warranty or guarantee could a could a homeowner expect out of something like that? Absolutely, um, very good question. Um, we have a product warranty, right, from Owens Corning or GAF, which is your prorated warranty, your limited lifetime warranty that Will had mentioned. We have a five five year workmanship warranty on our replacements. Transferable, uh, and it's transferable. So um, that means that any any amount, any up, amount. Uh, just up to five years, up yeah, to five years. That's on the workmanship. It doesn't, um, 
once you transfer, you don't lose any progress on that. It doesn't become a different warranty once you transfer it. Is it the five same years starting from that installation date to the end of that five years, regardless? Do of I have to call and transfer it, or you just track it by address and we know we're it's warranting it? It's by address. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not by the name of the customer. It's by address. Uh, I prefer that they let me know if they're mm-hmm. one of my clients that I, I manage the project just because I, if somebody random calls me. I might not. I'll be like, wait. We wait. we ask for that in in our all of our services, but I can tell you, no one ever does it. Right. <laughs> but we track it by address too. But yeah, and no nobody probably has the paperwork either, right? right. They've no, lost the paperwork, not. right? Well, we don't even do paperwork. We're all oh, digital okay. now. Okay, got it. Okay. So we actually have a very nice, you know, Owens Corning GAF. They actually have a very nice package that we send out to all of our customers. Um, and major roofing companies do do that. I mean, we're talking a typical roof is, you know, our average roof is about $10,000, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we try to, you know, we try to give them, you know, and, and the roofing companies, you know, do do that. But, but you have to imagine, too, the roofing companies are here to make money. Right. So they want, you know, even though they say 30 to 50 years, they're trying to sell a roof every 10 to 12 years, right? right. Or seven years or 10 years. So, um, and they make, they make more money on replacements rather than new roofs. Mm-hmm. The cost of a new roof is about 30 to 40% cheaper than a cost of a replacement. So, you know. You know, until I, until I got into the, the total multi-trade, I really didn't have a complete understanding. But I can tell you with almost certainty now that everything on that house is designed for about 10 to 15 years. Absolutely. Um, there is nothing on the house. Planned and when, obsolescence. Yeah, it is, it is unbelievable to yep. me how much more and more and more that that comes into play. And I'm going to throw a wrench in the gear. I, I've got a question. You just mentioned this. It's cheaper to put on a new roof. Should I go out there and just tear off all of my shingles and everything, let you guys come in and just put a new roof on for me? I would never recommend a customer to get up on their own roof. You don't have fancy boots. <laughs> yeah, I don't have fancy boots. I mean, I've got nice weatherproof shoes, but I don't have fancy boots. Go out and buy yourself some fancy boots. No, but well, where do they sell those at? Well, uh, uh, just a dumpster alone is about four hundred dollars. Travis, right? Just to get a dumpster and put it in your yard for for asphalt shingles because mm-hmm. it is a you know a product that's a product that needs to be disposed of a certain way. So that's four hundred dollars for a dumpster. The and yeah, and you're pulling off shingles, you're pulling off, you know, um, you know, underlayment, you're pulling all that stuff off. So and I'm you, not spending two hours picking up nails out of my yard. Exactly, and, I can tell you that right now. Right, and then uh, you will after your wife steps on one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, blame, I'll blame it on the roofers. The roofers that aren't there yet. The roofers that did off. it. Yeah. So, so to answer your question, um, uh, yeah, you know, you let the professionals do it. You know, it's a, it's <clears throat> that's just you know. Is there anything about a roof? Any anything at all that that could possibly be a, be a DIY project, um, and by that I mean so. And I do this every year. I do a roof wash, right? I get up there and I, I spray it down. You know, you mentioned earlier about uh, algae. I was educated on um, you know different things happening, and I was like, wow, if I can make my roof last just that much longer by going up there and giving it a good wash, it's a lot longer. Um, so elaborate on that, just because I don't know all the full details. Um, but, uh, what can, what type of chemicals should we use? Is it pressure washer? Is it just hose? How do I, how should I be cleaning my roof or roof washing properly? Um, every manufacturer, that's a really good question. Every manufacturer has different recommendations. Um, they, if you look up, um, Owens Corning roof cleaning recommendations, they'll give you a mixture of say Clorox or different detergents with an amount of water. Um, and then you just kind of get up there and just, well, hopefully you can do it from the ground, depending on how, how tall your roof is. Um, 
Uh, and that's a really good question too. Uh, you could go to any you know um, box store and find you know uh, roof cleaning material, but like Will suggested, definitely look up you know what the recommended uh, cleaning material that you're supposed to use on the roof because that could, depending if you do it too often, you are hitting those. Uh, you know, it's not like rain, obviously, but you know, mm-hmm. it could degrade the you know degrade the shingles. Direct uh, pressure, direct water pressure. It's like similar to washing a bike. You don't want to get water directly in your bearings, or else it'll rust. Right, out. and and what's the speed of that water that's hitting that roof shingle? Right, it's not like exactly. rain. And uh, the other the other thing to think about also is that the newer product. If you have a new roof, they do have algae prevention um, or algae uh, uh, pr- um, copper. It's uh, copper in the. Uh, asphalt granules in, in the granules, so they they mm-hmm. are coming up with product. I mean, technology is just increase you know um, uh, increasing by leaps and bounds in as far as uh, roofing goes, and so uh, that's how they're competing. So okay. the Owens Corning, GAF, ICO, Tamco, and and just a quick question, uh, just a quick note with that. I mean, we install all of the major uh, you know uh, roofing you know the roofing uh, products out there. Uh, we are Owens Corning certified. We are GAF certified, uh, which is very important also to ask a roofing company when they come in. Are you certified with the uh, uh, I did the, not even know there was a certification. Yep. So. Yeah, the Owens Corning has levels to it too. Mm. I, I believe we're platinum or something mm-hmm. like that, which is like top of the line. They have like silver, gold, and then platinum, I believe. Um, and another thing about the whole algae buildup concept is that if you have trees hanging over your dwelling, the branches and debris, leaves and leaves, whatnot yeah. can sit. You do not want them sitting. If you have a very, like, maybe 312, so every um, 12 inches of elevation, you use 3 inches of elevation, which is a very slight pitch, very easily walkable, nearly close to flat. Um, and it's not a very um, tall, like, say it's a one-story, maybe one-and-a-half story in the back. That's accessible. You can get up there, clean off those branches, and always make sure there's never sitting branches on your roof. That can, in reality, half the lifetime of your roof because... Once algae builds up, algae is very acidic, and it, that water that channels through the algae becomes very acidic, and that's terrible. It degrades and destroys the chassis of the shingle. And like Jeff has touched on, it's um, that copper granulate mixture helps break down the acidity mm-hmm. and helps channel it down towards the gutters and just away from the roof. But that only lasts so long. Um, once, if you just have a stick sitting on your roof for about say i've seen them they've just sat there until the sticks just no more (laughs) it disintegrates basically right that can pretty much half the life of your roof and that's a newer technology too i think it's been around for about a decade so anything older than that yeah and with new roofs you have a true protection period generally with the top of the line roofing systems like owens corning oak ridge or owens corning duration you have a 10-year true protection period before your proration starts so it's pretty much a 60-year warranty in mm. reality. So you have 10 years, then 50 years of proration. Mm. So um, they have a very, very, very good warranty. So let's talk uh, metal roofs. I mean, I, I don't live in the city. I live out a little bit. Yeah, And uh, I mean, in, in my neck of the woods, I mean, almost every new roof I see going on now is metal. Now, when you come inside the city, it seems like nobody knows what metal is hardly. Um, from my my uh, perspective, anyway. So to touch on metal, um, I always recommend hidden fastener. I don't. Okay. I'm not a big fan of exposed fasteners. Those grommets dry rot over time, and then the that's called a standing seam. You know, okay. standing seam roofs. So. Yeah. Yep. So what you'll find in the um, face fastened material is um, mm-hmm. it's a W pan, that aluminum W pan material. Um, I don't really recommend those. I try to stay towards the realm of standing seam hidden fasteners. And they have an incredible look, um, 24, 26 gauge, or even copper. Um, but copper, you get into just astronomical. Um, 
So why would why would someone want a metal roof versus a shingle roof? What's advantages, disadvantages? Fifty plus years, easily with a good installation, good coating. What happens when a hailstorm comes? That was odd because my wife like she was interested in a metal roof, and I, that scares me gauge, to death. With a twenty four gauge, it that stuff's pretty heavy duty. Yeah. It's gonna take a real big hail hit, like some Argentina style, sized hail, to really put a dent in that and stuff. you can replace panels you don't have to okay. replace the entire roof either so that's another advantage there mm-hmm. uh, like will said yeah definitely the um the advantage is the age you know and you oh, and you can see it and it's, it's beautiful i mean you know a lot mm-hmm. of the new farmhouses uh, mm-hmm. we're actually in the process of uh, that's you know uh, we're we're building out in the country or we're starting to build out right. in the country and we're going to go with the metal roof i'm Easily. Uh, yeah, I, I am not liking it because my price is three times more than my shingle roof. That was going to be my next question. It's, it's, it's three difference. times more. Okay. Uh, so both your material and labor. Uh, okay. The labor, uh, you can, you know, the labor uh, pool for metal roofs is uh, probably a tenth of what the labor pool is for shingle. Maybe less. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, and that's us. I mean, if you go with the custom, um, uh, we have a company we work with that just does metal roofs. Uh, mm-hmm. They've been around for 125 years. And, uh, you know, um, uh, they're probably four or five times, but they do very high-end roofs. Uh, okay. You know, so, uh, 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 so yeah, they're, they're, they cost probably five to six times what a typical shingle roof is. Uh, typical shingle roof, uh, just going right into price, um, you're looking at about, uh, you know, and it's all by square, right? It's 10 by 10 a square. Um, uh, you know, uh, typical, and, and roofing prices right now, especially as- asphalt shingles, uh, they've gone up uh, f- three times in the last year because of... Mm-hmm. They say it's COVID, but, you know, the prices are going up, and we just got a new— uh, All building materials. All building materials, you know, and it's so uh, interesting that uh, uh, um, February 1st is when the next price hike is going up, mm-hmm. and uh, we got letters from every one of the five, you know, the six, five, six major manufacturers. What a coincidence. Exactly, and guess what? <laughs> it looked like the same person wrote all of these six letters. I mean, a minus—I'm you know, right. like, man, if I SEO this, and we talk about SEO briefly, right, and your yeah. content has to be different, right? You can't just go plagiarize somebody's <laughs> content. I said, this wouldn't pass your SEO smell test, you know, right. but— but uh, it's so interesting that you know it's like huh, collusion maybe. But anyway, so, <laughs> but uh, uh, but you know that's that's the, you know uh, it's everything has gone up and um, so uh, metal obviously metal is going up too. But they um, figured it out. It's a race to the top for them. Yeah. So uh, we, you're looking at about uh, you know and like, of course I don't want to you know I'm just saying an average roof just a price mm-hmm. just throwing a ballpark because so that's one of the questions we get asked. Of course. You know, it's like saying how much is my you know, how much is my project going to cost? You don't know till you get there. Right. But roofing, you can kind of figure it out, and it depends on the complexity of the roof. You know, if there's if there's um, valleys, if there's eaves, additional eaves, rakes, and so on. Um, you're looking at about about three hundred dollars a square. Uh, that's an average for metal. No, no, I'm talking shingle. Okay. Metals okay. You see him? He's already trying to get a discount. <laughs> no, I, I just really I haven't bought her. The last roof that I bought, my insurance company bought, so I had, I didn't care what it cost. If you to be if you find it for three hundred dollars a square, right. let me know, and I <laughs> you'll have more business than you can shake a stick at. But uh, so uh, a metal roof is probably you're looking at about twelve hundred thousand to twelve hundred a square. Okay. On a metal Depending roof, compared on to complexity, yeah. There's a lot a lot more that goes into the installation of a metal roof. There's a lot more math. There's a lot more. You have to get a complete custom kit. Okay. Compared to just getting some shingles. So, shingles. and for the people that would be listening, what's a square? I know what that is. But ten by ten. Okay. That's hundred square foot area. Hundred square go. foot area, and that's how roofs are measured. Right. You yeah. know, so basically, when we uh, and uh, very good question too to kind of add on to that, um, how do you measure a roof, right? So we basically do, you know, a roof measurement. We actually use. I bet you have an app for that. We do have an app for that. <laughs> um, um, one of the things that we do um, and we try to do, and of course, you know, like Will said, it depends on the weather too. We try to get on the roof. 
you know, um, of course, using all, uh, you know, all caution. We have special boots, you know, they're not cheap. <laughs> fancy, uh, boots. Fancy, fancy boots. Fancy boots. Come on, JP. Uh, yeah, I fancy boots. That's what they were called. <laughs> fancy boots. We'll call that from now on, you know. We'll probably put a, put a page on our website on that. But, fancy boots. Um, fancy boots. But, uh uh, so, so we try to get on the roof. We measure the roof, and and, and usually what happens is that uh, when you you have an you know uh, exact measure, and then we usually have ten to fifteen percent waste. Okay. There's always a waste factor with roof right. with roof with roofing uh, material. Uh, that's another thing too that some companies don't add that because you know that's ten percent of your job cost. Ah, you know we're not going to add that, and then they come back and say, hey, we ran short for whatever right. reason, so you have to pay additional. So we make sure that the cost that the customer sees is everything. You know, we're not going to come in and, you know, and, and add a whole bunch of things after the job has started because some companies do do that. And we've seen that happen. Mm-hmm. We've had, co- had companies call us, hey, I, and that's rare. But, you know, I, these guys were just, you know, they, they told us a $5,000 job and we were one of the, you know, one of the uh, companies that bid on the job. But, you know, it, it's, it's 30% more than what you quoted. And I said, well, yeah, you know, because of this, this and this. Uh, very rarely, but we've had it happen a couple of times where customers called us after they went with somebody else right. and we came to finish a job. And usually those jobs we don't like to touch because we're like, listen, we gave you all the information. Um, right. I'm guessing it's like you. you know, somebody, you know, They call you, they say, you're, this is the price. Somebody else came and messed it up, screwed up mm-hmm. the job, and then you try to come and fix it. Well, it's going to cost more. Right. Sorry, Charlie. Yes. So, uh, so that's one thing that uh, uh, you know, we, 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 we try to educate the customer and we let them know about that. So. We give them the best option out the door. That's our main goal is just to give you the best option. This is reality through our eyes, and mm-hmm. it, sometimes reality is hard to accept. But uh, that's one of my main focuses on speaking to a customer is this is reality um, from my professional view of the roof of whatever systems I'm inspecting that day. Um, and this is our cost with our respective markup to get it done properly, and this is your turnkey proposal. You turn that key, we're ready to go. You don't have to worry about anything down the road unless we tear off and we find something catastrophic. Um, we can never see. Th- I can't see through the, through the wall. I wish I could. That, so like, that'd be amazing. When you come out wall. and I, you know, that I say I wanted a new roof and I, and I had you out um, and said I just need a new shingle roof. I mean, are you going to typically present me with a with three options, four options, or are you going to here you go? It it's too. a one price deal or. I try to give you about two options. Um, okay. Two, three to four, it just becomes a headache. Um, and I guess you could say I actually do give three options. Generally, I say here's your Oak Ridge, um, which is your middle line, um, pretty much duration without the Nylar nail strip. So it mm-hmm. just has a little bit lower wind rating warranty, has more of a chance for a pull through, which although it's very slim, I think you go from 120 mile per hour to 140 mile per hour. And both of those are just completely out of the realm of reality in Kentucky. Um, if 140 mile per hour winds come and hit your home, your home's not going to be there anymore. Right. <laughs> your roof might be there, but your walls are going to be 10, or, you know, 50 feet further, right? So, I mean, that's hurricane mile hour winds. So. so when I say I decide on that better option, what, do you uh, do you all offer financing on the spot, or what yeah. what what goes on from that point? Get you approved right then and there, and we have a litany of plans to choose from. Okay. Um, do you service finance? Uh, we do. Yeah, we use service finance okay. too. And uh, uh, Green Sky is the one that we uh, use, and they uh, they have a very good program for mm-hmm. roofing. 
um, service finance, um, and it, it goes through all the credit, uh, you know, all mm-hmm. the different, um, you know, credit scores. Uh, I mean, we can get any, anybody approved, uh, you know, 500 and, what's it, 520, 580, I think, okay. or 600. I right. think service finance all the mm-hmm. way up to, you know, if you have a good credit score. It all comes down to the rates. Um, uh, Green Sky has programs all the way, you know, 10 years, 1.9%, and so on and so forth. So, um, so yeah, we have a, you know. Oh, Gamut you, of make, you make the process easy. I mean, Absolutely. that's really all I was going to get was kind of getting that. So if I want to use my credit card, I write you a check. You're going to finance me, whatever that is. You're going to take care of it when you're out there. And then Absolutely. we're going to get my new roof on. Absolutely. So, all right, we're, we're, uh, we're getting pretty close to the end of the time. So if, uh, if somebody wants to get a hold of sky guard and they want to come and see Will and his fancy boots, walk across the roof, <laughs> how would, uh, how would they get a hold of you? What's uh, the best way? www.skyguardgc.com. That's Sky, S-K-Y, G-U-A-R-D, G-C.com. Mm-hmm. We protect you from the elements, SkyGuard. Uh, <laughs> our phone number is 502-909-4058. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us, obviously, through the web. We have mobile device, whatnot. And, uh, all uh, social media. All social media. Um, we try to be on all social media. Um, um, and, uh, yeah, we would love to take care of you. Uh, uh, we offer free estimates, so, you know, if, for replacements. Uh, we also have a repair crew, um, like we talked about. You know, if you have those, like your garage situation there, uh, we can come and uh, take a look at that. Um, uh, we, we do, like I said, other exterior trades, too. We do siding. Mm-hmm. We do gutters, um, you know, gutter guard. Um, right. So uh, just not roofs. Uh, okay. So basically an exterior envelope, you know, uh, company. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have you back on. We'll be discussing some of these other topics in the future excited to so you know jp i actually have one last question for, yes, sir. for for vince wraps this up um regular regular roof just your standard roof i decide that i'm going to go with it today what's my average turnaround how long is it going to take for you Good to get out question. there and get that taken care of for me um it depends on the material unfortunately it doesn't just does not, does not depend on our availability we are about two to three weeks out okay so let's say will or james or one of our other salespeople goes out there and signs a contract uh we can be out there within two weeks uh, to get the job done. Um, sometimes uh, a lot less. Yeah, sometimes quicker. Um, if there's actual damage, uh, when Will goes out there, James goes out there, either they do it uh, or we get our repair crew to go out there. If there's visible damage, if there's mm-hmm. leaking, we we tarp the roof. Generally, okay. I'm not sure. We right try to do that right away. I mean, because, you know, we don't want to damage the, the structure of your uh, of your residence any more than what it, it needs to be. That Obviously, can, they can get us to the repair. Exactly. Yep. So or the, replacement. The replacement, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So we try to take care of that like situation. And and we try to do that. I mean, that's just you know something we do. Uh, we've done that to where um, you know if we even if we didn't get the job, we try to do that. You know, mm-hmm. usually we send an invoice to the customer. There's a job cost associated with that, but they don't right. pay. We're like, okay, whatever. You know, I mean, that's not a that's not something we uh, uh, you know we we want to worry about. You know, we mm-hmm. want to make sure that again the customer's taken care of. You know, so our potential customer rather outstanding. In that case. Yeah. All right, James, you got anything else to add? That's actually all that I had. I just wanted to to thank you guys, JP and Will, for just taking the time and coming in here and uh, really uh, sharing your experience and knowledge with us, and I greatly appreciate it. I I actually learned a lot today. Me too. And I did not know there was fancy (laughs) roofing boots. I'm going to look them up because I'm (laughs) – I got them in my truck. You want to see them? You got to bring them in now. We've learned fancy working boots, cold as hell. I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff we've learned Uh, today. We've got to get some Sky Guard branded fancy roofing boots. The orange and white. You know, I I don't know if this is, uh, you know, kosher, but uh, if I could say this, but – um, uh, some of our crews, you know, we try to give them the boots. They said, no, man, you know, my $20 tennis sneakers, they work great when I'm up there when it's hot. Right. And, and, and uh, you know, they're agile. 
Well, right. let, me, let me put it that way, you know, so they, they can get up there and do some magic, you know, and especially when it's, uh, you know, 100, um, you know, in the roof and it's in the middle of summer, it's probably one of the better times to install a roof, but it's right. 100, you know, it can get pretty hot up there. Absolutely. And uh, uh, some are for guys, man, I, I just have to give them, uh, I have to give them credit, you know, they're hauling these heavy shingles up there. It's it's not light, right? you know, and you're carrying this up there and, and, and putting it on, um, you know, so... Uh, uh, yeah, we really, really appreciate our our installers, you know, and 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 um, we have a we have a Christmas party that we invite every, every you know, if we invite them to, we have a couple of parties here that we take care of them, and that's one thing we do for our installers, you know. So we wouldn't be where we are without our installers. So we appreciate them. So all right, well, thank you all very much, as James said, um, and of course the timekeepers tell me we need to uh, wrap things yes, up. Sir. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, we uh, here at Absolute Services we do. Um, plumbing, heating and air, garage doors, and uh, electrical. So if uh, once you get your roof taken care of and you need any of these other issues, feel free to give us a call or contact us on absoluteservices.net. And with that being said, uh, I thank you all for coming. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having us.